at SAFM Radio and at Tabiso Musia on Twitter. Okay, we switch our focus to netball. Spa Proteas in action uh, from this weekend in the Quad Series. And our former national team player, Simnigio Mtaka, joins us on the line now, an analyst, of course. Simi, good evening from us on SAFM. Thank you very much for being able to speak to us tonight. Hi, Tabiso, and of uh, course to listeners at home. Thank you so much for having me. Um, it's an absolute pleasure. I'm so excited to talk about the upcoming quite series. Thank you. And on paper, it looks like an exciting tournament. Tier three of the four teams in the world taking part. Who would be the favourites here with these four teams, and why, Simi? <laughs> so, I mean, that's a bit of a tight one. Of course, um, I'm going to back the Spark Coaches. They're the home side, mm. and I think you know, given. Um, you know, where they are right now and how the goals are looking. Um, they're really going to be, I think, quite a strong competitor. And, of course, uh, the rest of the teams that are here, um, they're in the top four for, for exactly that reason. I mean, the best of the best we've seen. Um, so I really can't call it because I think there's been a couple of changes um, from um, our visitors as well in the respective teams. And, um, yeah, it's going to be quite an interesting um, couple of days to see, you know, who really comes out top. And where would you say the Proteus team is at the moment? Because there was huge disappointment last year, especially at the Commonwealth Games in Birmingham, where there was an expectation of the team to medal. Yeah, so I think um, Commonwealth was a bit tricky, right? There were a lot of, um, you know, beneath the surface, um, I think, internal um, challenges, you know, that the ladies had. Um, but I think, you know, having Lomop Tamad back at the forefront of the side is definitely um, a boost for the national team, and we can see them. You know, there's a different energy, there's a different kind of focus. Um, I would have liked them to have obviously had a lot more court time, um, you know, prior to the quad series, um, because I think the teams that we played against last year weren't necessarily in the top five, which um, does play an impact, you know, and um, having to face these teams. But I mean, be it as it may, I think it's a good litmus test um, for the spot purchase because they'll kind of gauge where they stand and they still have five months to World Cup. And what did you make of the decision to replace Coach Dorette just nine months before before the World Cup? Did you see that coming? No, I didn't see that coming. Um, obviously, I think it's something that NSA would have probably, you know, deliberated on quite extensively because, um, yeah, it's very unusual to, you know, to make a replacement um, with just a couple of months to World Cup, especially at the forefront of the team. But, I mean, Plum, somebody that has worked with the spot purchase previously, um, giving the team their highest ranking at a World Cup. So um, she was also there, um, you know, in a mentoring capacity to, to the um, previous head coach. So I don't think it was that much of a, of a shock or change, um, you know, from, from a team perspective. But, of course, um, it would have been great to have a South African coach at the forefront, especially because um, South Africa is the host country this year. So, but I mean, like I said, I think there was definitely um, valid reasons and Nepal South Africa would have deliberated on that quite extensively before making the call. So what does Coach Norma Plummer bring or bring back to, 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 to the team? Listen, she's one of the most um, successful coaches globally. I mean, her track record speaks for herself. She's won the World Cup, um, you know, in capacity as a player and a coach for Australia. So I think that alone um, is definitely a plus on our side. But just how she's worked with the team and interacted with them. Um, they just, you know, because we always like to play for a coach or, you know, players, um, you know, have a different connection with um, their coaches outside the, the, you know, just the court. And I think she does have that relationship and there's a good understanding and um, communication, but not that alone. I do think that she's also aligned herself with quite a strong 
um, you know, support um, team in, in Nicole Kusak as well as Dumfani Chawuke, um, which again is important to make sure that the responsibility delegation does take place. So I do think that it's great to have a coach who knows how to win World Cups, um, who has done it before, and uh, perhaps you can, you know, share some of that winning um, influence to the team as well. And what kind of a squad would you say she she's picked for this one? Is she relying on the tried and tested? Has she been brave enough to bring in new blood? It's a bit of both, Tabiso. Um, I mean, obviously, there are the more seasoned players, the likes of Carla Mostert, um, Wongin Somi, the captain, Shadeen van Merwe. But I think what I love about the current squad is that she's injected that with, um, you know, quite a hungry and excited um, youth. There's some new names that have not been seen on the international arena and I think that's what we're going to be looking forward to, see how she actually fuses in um, the young, inexperienced players who have the right energy and the, li- and the right level of focus with the more experienced ones. And what I enjoy about that is that I think it's also a plan beyond the World Cup. Um, you know, just give them a run at quite series, get them a run at, at the World Cup as well, and then just see what the future holds. So I love how she's actually balanced the team with experience as well as youth. And, and, and Carla, bring... Being back, I mean, after uh, almost two years, I think she, she, she had a baby during this period. Um, how, yeah. how crucial is she to this team? Uh, she's going to be absolutely important um, for the team. And I think she's also quite keen to get back on court. She has been part of the setup, but, um, you know, couldn't obviously come back full steam. So this is really her first big test, um, you know, coming back from motherhood. So it's going to be important. I think it's great to have her. And again, she's worked with Upumza, um, you know, with mm. the Sunshine Coast um, or Lightning team, sorry. Um, so it's, it's a combination that's been tried and tested. It's been that they've got such a good understanding. And then you throw in their Shadeen Fundamata. So I think it's going to be a lovely, um, you know, transition, having her back there. Um, and her experience is definitely something that the South African Defensive Unit is going to rely on quite extensively. And without singling out too many players, Simi, but I was excited when I saw Nomfunom Gomezulu for the first time. I think it was last year at the National yeah. Champs. And I see she's part of this squad now. How, how much potential do you think she has? Oh, she's got massive, massive potential. And I love the vote of confidence that she's getting as well from um, Norma, you know, just giving her court time and um, instilling, I think, you know, that discipline of that she can be an, inter- an exceptional international athlete. What I love about Numpunda as well is the fact that um, she offers something different. If you look at the shooting circle at the moment, you've got, um, you know, the towering. Um, so Elmer van der Berg is obviously injured, so she's not in the quite series, but she's a tall shooter. You've got an Inamiri center, you've got Lenise Borchiter, three players who offer height. And I think the X factor that Numpundam Gomezuli has is the flair, the skill, it's the, you know, just this ability to play and move around the circle. So it's going to be quite interesting to see, um, you know, what she does because there is a squad of about 15 players. So not all 15 will get court time. But I think for me, it's going to be really good to see Numpunda taking that court and then just bringing that X factor into the shooting circle. Would you like to see all 15 get, co- get court time or is it not possible? So would I like to? to? To see the whole squad getting caught time or is, just, is, is that just not possible? Everybody playing? No, no, you know what? I think at the end of the day, um, obviously the spot operators want to put their best team out in court. Um, and yes, I would love to see that. But I think there are some youngsters where it may be quite a huge jump. You know, if you consider the fact that um, a diamond challenge, um, you know, they weren't, you know, they weren't that um, intense competitors. 
compared to now. So it may be a bit of a tall order. And I think ultimately you want to get, um, you know, the best team to perform who can deliver the goods. But yeah, if you could get all of them on court so they can get a sense of what it is to perform at that level, I think that would be first prize. So finally, what will make a good series uh, for, for, for the team? What, what, what do you think the progress of this team can be judged on? I think a victory would be great. Um, I mean, we've got three opportunities, you know, outside the final day, which will be on the 25th of Jan. But I think if we can get a victory um, against the teams, and I'm not going to say which one, because I think it really depends on how they, they show up on the day. But that on its own, um, you know, would be good testament that the national side is capable and they can compete. Because, I mean, if I look at our previous, um, you know, performances, there's been close encounters. Um, the recent ones at least, right? There's been close encounters, but just not able to take it all the way. And I think that would be a positive step in the right direction ahead of the World Cup. And we do need those incremental victories to make sure that the goals wrap up the quad series on a positive note. So today, my Facebook reminded me that on the 19th of January, 2019... England. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, I also saw that. Did you also get that as a reminder? I did, yeah. So, so is England the team that's there for the taking? I wouldn't say that because, um, I mean, also, I mean, you know, they, they've also been, you know, I think rising at the right time and also they've got some new youngsters in their team as well. So I don't necessarily think that um, they are the team for the taking. If you look at New Zealand as well, I mean, one would also argue that, you know, there is opportunities there. But I think all the teams have, you know, areas where they are strong. And I think strategically and tactically, that's what the spot purchase is going to have to do. Um, 2019 was probably one of our best years. Um, you know, if you think about the performance all round, even at quite through taking the three to the World Cup. And I think right now, um, we just want to put our best foot forward and then get a good sense. This will be a good gauge, right, to see how the goals will probably do at World Cup. But I honestly wouldn't say there's a team where, you know, it's probably our best bet. Um, every match is going to present an opportunity for us to do well um, if, you know, the seven on court are able to take it all the way. Okay, wonderful, Simic. Thanks for the insight. It's been wonderful speaking to you and just finding out more about our team and also about the rest of the teams in this quad um, series. So enjoy uh, the netball. First game is at four tomorrow, right? Yeah, so the first match starts at four o'clock and then um, followed by the second game at six o'clock. So it's going to be a great one. And yeah, thanks for having me as well. Okay, thank you very much, Simic Daga, for speaking to us on SAFM. And guys, if you're in and around Cape Town, go get tickets, go 